welcome to the Sister Sister Podcast. Ooh. Hi, um, I am Nikita. I'm Lauren. And we are the hosts to a podcast. Can you believe it? Which is hilarious. Why are we here? Well, who gave <laughs> us a mic? Who? Who? Um, yeah, so we've started a podcast. Um, we're very excited to get up, get out. Um, we've been talking about it for a couple of months now. Well, mostly like set in stone a couple of weeks yeah um so we we're like let's just get the fuck out and start and if it's shite it's shite if it's shite if one of me ma listens who cares exactly thanks carol thanks <laughs> mama c i love you um yeah so here we are yeah so what do you want to get out of having a podcast oh god um i think i want to educate myself more um as much as we speak about like everything yeah um i just want to get the education behind it as well like i'm excited to research topics i'm excited to like look into different things i'm excited for people to give us their stories and yeah, to speak about them yeah i'm just I'm, I'm excited to learn to be honest share that salmon and knowledge babes yeah <laughs> please and thanks yeah and i'm also I'm, I'm excited to share people's stories mostly yeah there's we're gonna be so many different stories yeah and we're obviously only two people so yeah if someone can relate to our two stories that's fab mm. but there's also a lot of things that we have never been through we will never be true yeah so be that's true it. go true go true <laughs> we will never go true so um it, i'm excited to just share other women's stories how they feel about it people to ask us questions people to if they want us to share their stories anonymously or if they want to be a little shout out, that's no problem. Yeah, so when we say women, we are speaking about anyone that identifies as a woman. Yep. Um, as much as we can only speak from our perspective as a woman, um, there is a lot of other people that live as women and have different experiences. So when we say women, we're speaking about everybody that identifies as a woman. Yes. So when you were saying it to start a podcast, I was like, Lauren nobody's gonna listen to us we don't have anything to talk about we can't just come on and talk about shite yeah we needed something with substance we needed something that would just make a little bit of a difference to people's lives that's so embarrassing to even say like who are we no it's not (laughs) um listen to me so basically what time was it last year that you um april time last year so around april time last year nikita was like Nikita will go into more detail about this now, but like basically she was having some pains and some bleeding, etc., etc. She went to the doctors. Turns out she has a big fucking cyst, the same size as a baby's head. <laughs> Fast forward, she's had the cyst too. It's in the bin. Yeah. And as I said, she'll go into it more in detail now in a second. But then, just about a year later, I came home and I was like, "Hey, bitch, I have a cyst." Sisters. <laughs> and then we were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Maybe I should be crying and upset about the fact that I've just been told this that I have to have surgery and me right over has to go on the bin and all this shit." But immediately we were like, "Now we can start the podcast," <laughs> which is actually so the, bad. The fact that both of us literally talked about it straight away, we were like, "Oh my god!" Now we have a podcast <laughs> idea. <laughs> Like, I hadn't even told me mad. No. I had a cyst and I was like, actually, I have a cyst and I'm starting a podcast. Yeah, so it's all fun. Um, but yeah, so that's that's why we've started, basically. Um, so I think I'll just speak about my situation then. Yeah, so basically, why I went to the doctor, I was having symptoms of, like, bleeding during cycles. Um, sorry, mid-cycle, is that how yeah. we were only discussing this a minute ago? Um, yeah, so bleeding mid-cycle, um, I was bleeding after sex. Um, what else? Pain through sex. 
You were just fucking bleeding all around. Yeah, I was just bleeding. Piss and blood. it was just shit. And to be honest, my body just, like, when I was ovulating, I felt shit. All this shit. Which are not normal things, which people think they're normal things, but they're not. So that has been happening to me since I probably have my period. But, like, m- what I can remember is probably, like, 15, 16. That has happened to me. Um, And then, obviously, me and the gals moved out, so... We um were having more regular it's a casual house. sex. <laughs> um so I was kind of noticing it a little bit more while I was having sex and um, that I was bleeding after and stuff like this. Um so basically yeah, rang the doctor, told him all my symptoms. To be honest, I thought I had chlamydia because that is the symptoms for, for chlamydia. So I thought I had chlamydia and even the doctor was like, Have you tested recently? And I was like, Yeah, 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 and I was not chlamydia, it's fine. Um, so yeah, she was like, okay, easiest thing to do. Let's just refer you for a scan. Um, and then we can figure it, like go from there. So, uh, fast forward, I go for a scan probably about six, eight weeks after she rang me. It was actually really, really quick. Yeah, it was really quick in like, what, modern day well, NHS. Yeah, but compared <laughs> to the fucking HSE. Yeah. You wait until you're bleeding funeral yeah literally oh yeah by the way well that's the thing when when we spoke about it then it was funny because i said i'm glad that i wasn't at home because if i had went to one of our doctors at home they would have just told me to go go on the pill pill. and you'd be grand yeah the hormones in your pill would have feed it into your tumor and you'd have been dead r.i.p big up stafford's funeral (laughs) (laughs) i get one of those lovely old wires and no i get you that phone yeah (laughs) Fly on the wings of love. <laughs> right, yeah. so. Um, so then I went for a scan. And then, yeah, I went for a scan and I got a message, which is really odd. I got a text message off the surgery, the GP surgery, to say, hey, your scan, or no, sorry, your scan came back um, and there's a huge cyst that looks very sinister. And I was like, okay, Thanks. I don't know what that means. Thanks for MSN and me. Like, <laughs> call me. Just BBM'd me. <laughs> like, so, yeah, so I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. Like, And to be honest, I'm not really one of those people though, that actually worry about shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you're not like, you don't really have any like, health anxiety around. No. Or I'm a warrior. Yeah, if like, you I had I think a, I was more worried yeah. than Nikita. I was like, oh God. Yeah. Uh, rattling. Yeah, so I didn't, I was like, come here, we'll go for another scan. We'll do bloods. We'll figure it out. So they sent me to get a CA125 blood test. Is that what the blood test is called? Yeah, a CA125 blood test is a tumour marking blood yeah. test. Basically, there's a certain range that everyone will have in their body because there wouldn't be a range unless people had it. Mm. So there is a range. I don't know what it is, though. What you said, it's like... It's like in around. the 30s. I think it should be like 38 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's around in mm. the 30s, but yours came back and it was like double that. Yeah, it was like in the 60s. Yeah, high 60s. Yeah. So with the cysts that they seen and the bloods that came back... They were like, okay, this doesn't look good. Um, let's refer you for an MRI. And then I went for a CAT scan. Is that what? Is no. CAT scan? No. Oh, yeah. Well, CAT scan, or you can just say CT. Oh, CT? CT scan. Oh, Scarlet. Cat meow. Cat. <laughs> um, yeah, so, <laughs> <a bit. laughs> so after the bloods, then I, yeah, got sent for an MRI and a CT scan. 
Also, can we talk about your CT scan? It was in the parking. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Nikita was like, do you want to come with me? And I was like, yeah, cool. It's a day you buzzing. So we went there and it was in a car park of a hospital. I was like, why is this a McDonald's drive through It was in one a of container. those. What are they called? A shipping container. Yeah, and it looked like, you know what all the schools are doing in Ballyferma at the moment because yeah. there's no room in the schools. No, <laughs> like, they're literally just putting people in containers. And I was like, no, Nikita, you can't go in there. I was like, you can't go in there. You're going to be made into a lunchbox or something. Do you, you know can't what's, go in there. It's funny because when I went in, remember she was like, oh, we need to go take um, a pregnancy test. Oh, yeah. Just to make sure. Bergen Um. And I was like, yeah, kill. She walked me into the main hospital then, like through the car park. Lawrence yeah. Pure sitting I'm outside. I'm just sitting on a <laughs> stranded wheelchair having the time of my life. It's actually freezing cold though, so I wasn't having the time of my life. Yeah. And it was like still COVID times. I didn't have a mask with me, so I wasn't going to just sit in the yeah. hospital. Um, and I didn't think it would be that long because neither of us had ever had a scan at this point. So yeah, I didn't I know what like, they looked like. Oh, it'd be like 15 minutes yeah. or something in and out. Literally sitting there for 40 minutes or something. So yeah, went, got all those little tests done. So then I started speaking to... Um, I sh- do you know what? I should have remembered her name. I don't remember the surgeon's name that I met with. We can um, say it in another episode. Yeah. Well, big up her anyways. You big up. <laughs> but I met with her and she basically talked me through everything I had had. So she was like, went through the scan, the blood test, the MRI and told me basically what she thinks this cyst could be. So she told me it was most likely um, cancerous, but they can never kind of, they can't say that 100% because they can't do it without a yeah, biopsy. until they test it. Like. Yeah. Um, so she was like, that's what it looks like. But obviously there's a percentage that it's not. But also, as soon as you hear that C word, not cunt, yeah. cancer, <laughs> um, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, do you know what it's Again, so you weren't like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, ah, I was me and Nadine were rattling. I couldn't sleep. I was ringing me mad to cry because I was like, I don't want to cry to Nikita yeah. because I don't want to stress her out. I was just like chilling. I was like, okay, well, if it is, it is. We need to figure that out. Like, sail. I'm like, I can't do anything about it if it's in my body right now. Yeah. So we may as well just figure out the next step. I'll um, take it out for you. Yeah, literally, I was like, I'm going to take it out. It's grand. I'm a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I didn't want to make up scenarios in my head because yeah, I was like... I've I had seen so many doctors at that point, and so many of them were like, "You'll walk out here, and it's not a cancerous cyst, and it's yeah." But it's so easy to just run away with yourself. With I know like that. it is. Like in fairness, now there was probably a couple of weeks then in between um, her telling me this and then the surgery that I was like, "I'm gonna die." Like yeah. I'm actually gonna die. I was like, "What if this is all over my body?" I was like, Thank "What God if I you didn't?" I'd be right after you. I know. I we'll double funeral. Yeah. Do we have enough people to carry our coffins <laughs> together? I don't know. <laughs> your family do anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> I love your friend or do yeah, to carry our coffin. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so my dad's will carry our no. coffins. It's grand. <laughs> oh, we're already there. We're already talking about you, to Lauren. Our dad's drama. <laughs> so where was I? I. You were talking about the doctor. She had come to you and you were talking about the few weeks that you had in between your surgery and between that scan and the surgery and how you were feeling. Yeah, so basically that meeting was to give me all my options. So that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to tell people what my options were at that time. So let me see. So one of the options was to remove one ovary, but they did, didn't recommend this because I had a cyst on my left ovary as well that was quite big. So they were like, if we do surgery, we may as well take that away. What were the sizes? So the size on the right cyst, sorry, the right ovary um, was 10 centimetres at the time of having the scan. Wowzers. Yeah, <laughs> which is, isn't it nearly the size no, that it is. you dilate at when it you're is. having... When you're having a baby, your yeah. vagina dilates to 10 centimetres yeah. so your child can slip and slide <laughs> like, out. Like, so that was just living inside there. How? Like, that's the thing. I'm like, how can something like that just live inside you? What do you mean? 
That's why I'm so bloated. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they, I had another cyst on the other side. They weren't really worried about that one, to be honest. Yeah. They didn't really think anything of it. And it was only like five centimetres. But anything between five and ten centimetres is like a big cyst, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Big. Yeah. Well, considering you're over, I think it's only like two to it's three centimetres. Yeah, it's, it's like a little, little thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, big cysts are dragging your ovary down. No, literally. Ah, poor thing. Um, <laughs> Weights. <laughs> There you go, gym bro. <laughs> you lift and um, But yeah, so that was one option. She was like, I don't recommend that though. She was like, because your other cyst could be cancerous and then you're just leaving cancer in your body. Um, and then she also found out that I didn't want children, actually. I forgot to say that. Oh, yeah. She was obviously asking no me, for you. do you want kids? Like, because obviously we'll have to think about like freezing your eggs and stuff. And I was like, nope, I don't want kids at all. I'm a thousand percent on that. We don't even have to like second guess that. So... Yeah, so I was like, no, I don't want to. So then she, her eyes lit up and was like, oh, we can do a full yeah, hysterectomy. I was like, oh, when the kids said that to me, I was like, no. Yeah. You are not going to do a full hysterectomy. Yeah. So, Lauren, you can explain what a full hysterectomy is because you have more, uh, what is it? Medical jargon. Med- medical <laughs> jargon. don't. Well. Yeah. So basically a full hysterectomy is when they take out every part of your reproductive system. So it's your ovaries, it's your womb, it's your cervix. Everything just gets yanked out. And the moment that that all gets taken out. Well, actually, the moment your ovaries get taken out, mm-hmm. you immediately go into menopause. The moment you wake up, you will be in menopause. It's surgical menopause, yeah, um, which we will speak about um, at another stage. But, yeah, so they just ba- basically take everything out. And I was like, look, the fact that you don't want kids, the fact that you know that is great. That's, mm. like, good. And for your treatment, it means it's just easier because yeah. it actually would have been probably a bit tricky for you to do egg freezing considering when you go through egg freezing... Also, I don't know if I said that I work in a fertility clinic. Oh, yeah. So I kind of know like a little bit, <laughs> yeah. not a lot now, but I know um, a little bit about like hormones and egg freezing and IVF and all that shit. So I was like to Nikita, like you are just going to be feeding your body these hormones and it's not going to be good. Like, mm. So the fact that you didn't want an egg freezing was probably the best option as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just basically take everything out i mean i get it like if there was a chance that the cancer could spread like i do get why they yeah had recommended that but you were also 25 um, at the time 26 yeah no it was 25 because yeah. i was performing 26 yeah. 30 yeah you were 25 at the yeah. time so to offer a 25 year old a full hysterectomy i was a big like no yeah no 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 also can we say how unlucky i am um with this whole situation because ovarian cancer is very 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 unlikely at a young age it's usually congratulations yeah you like won. <laughs> everyone like i'm that's just so annoying everyone yeah. that goes to a doctor and says oh i'm just getting this like test because my friend had ovarian cancer and they're like oh what age was she and they say 25 and they're like uh, yeah what? i remember i was telling the doctors in my job and they were literally checking on the key well not checking on her yeah. she didn't, but like speaking about her to me every single day being like what the fuck is she okay because it's just very uncommon it's just like. really uncommon it's usually when women are in menopause yeah um it's just it's mostly in women that are like older like in their yeah. 50s above but yeah i don't know my body just hated me apparently yeah um so yeah so that was one other option so do a full hysterectomy so yeah so what i chose to do i chose to remove the right ovary with that cyst because i was like fuck it we don't need to put it in the bin um, and then I s- asked, could they take the cyst from the left ovary and see what they can do with the left ovary? Can we leave it, even if they can like leave a little bit behind? Because if you leave a little bit of ovarian tissue on your fallopian tube, 
you won't go straight into yeah. surgical menopause, isn't that right? Because basically your body still thinks that there's an ovary there and yeah. it will still produce the same hormones yeah. as it would if it was a full ovary. Yeah, like I probably would have only got like, what, five, six years out of that or something? Yeah, like probably. I would, would go into menopause. But at some stage, at but some it stage. wouldn't have been at the age straight of 25. Away. Yeah. So yeah, so I was like, let's just see what happens. I'm like, I, I was like, in my body, I didn't feel like that it was a big deal, if yeah. that made sense. I was like, we can get rid of this. We can just get rid of that ovary and it's gone. Like there's no other problems that will come from this. Um, And that was a thing. I think I was speaking to you the other day actually about how in these situations, obviously when you're telling all your family everything, they're like wanting to come up with solutions for you yeah. and they're kind of like giving you all the information that they have. Like I obviously rang my mom after and obviously it was really hard for her not being with, in me, with me in London. So she was yeah, like, course. I can't come to the appointment. I'm going to cry. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to cry in the first okay, episode. Um, yeah, so she couldn't come to all the appointments with me. So she d- like couldn't really understand what was going on other than me saying, oh, it could be cancer. Yeah. And that's all she knew. Well, that's, uh, I still, I'm sorry, but as soon as someone says that word, that's just the only thing that they're yeah. on to. Yeah. Whether um, it's benign, whether it's malignant. Yeah, so when I was ringing my ma, I was telling her obviously everything and she was like, come here, we'll, like, whatever your choice, you do what you want to do, we'll figure it out from there. Which I appreciate once, like, you know, I'm like, if someone tells me something to do, I'm like, well, I'm going to do the opposite. Yeah. Um, That's what me and Adam were just like, you just do whatever yeah. you want to do. Do it's what you want to do. It's your life, it's your ovary. Yep. My body, my choice. Yeah, baby. But then there was an other side of it where, like, Sarah, so Sarah was fucking terrified, obviously. And Sarah has had, like, run-ins with cancerous things in her body as well. So she was like, get all of that shit out now. <laughs> she was like, are you just prolonging, like, the, like problems in the future which is a like a very serious oh, question and like you need that side of the it case. yeah exactly you need someone to play devil's advocate yeah like. so i was kind of like i had two sides that i was like i don't know what to do do i just get rid of everything do i not all that um anyway cut the long story short i just took my left or sorry right over you left the left one and now i go for checkups every three months with a gynecologist um and i get my ca125 levels checked um, and they just make sure that my left ovary is not making any cancerous cysts or anything like that. Because you do have cysts on your ovary. So basically you can have cysts yeah. every month, which are called simple cysts. So you could go for a scan and you could be on whatever, wherever you are in your cycle and you can have a cyst on your ovary and they can be big, small, whatever. I mean, they wouldn't actually be that big. They'll probably be like maybe around two or three centimetres. But by the time your next period comes around, that's gone. They're gone, yeah. That's gone. Or you probably have a new one that's even smaller again. Yeah. Like it, they are very, very common. And that's why some periods can be painful <laughs> than others. Um. Yeah. Everything is fine. Yeah. You go for your checkups. Yeah. You didn't get a Make-A-Wish, which was sad. No, devastated. <laughs> I was too fucking old. What was that? It's like up to 25 or something yeah. when I was 25. I was like, that's rude. rude. And then you could, there's like an older Make-A-Wish, but I think you have to be in yeah. your 40s. 40s. I was like, so what happens to the people in the middle? Just in the middle, they die. They die unhappy. <laughs> rude. <laughs> um, oh, quickly, I wanted to say cyst when I went back after surgery obviously they went and biopsied it so when I went to the doctors they obviously had to tell me the fucking results to it um, which was really funny they were like literally telling me I was dying and I was like did you just get it off <laughs> like did you just get it's it it's gone um, so that's what they said they said the cyst had turned out to be cancerous and that it had 
slight invasion of cancer. So that just meant that like the cyst was cancerous and that it, it had started to rummage in its way in. Basically go into my ovary. So thank God we took the ovary and the fallopian tube away because it was it was getting in there. Then it moved it would have moved its way down into your womb. Yeah. Um, and then I would have had to go, then people have to go get chemo, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's why I didn't Thank have to God get any. Have to go through chemo, man. That's the thing. That's like, that's, that's why I didn't have to go and get any um, like chemo or stuff like that. Because I know when I done my little thing on TikTok, um, explaining what happened, a lot of people asked, they were like, well, what, like, what's your treatment? Treatment now. Yeah. And I was like, nothing, nothing, just someone just, yeah, a little scan every treatment. Gorgeous. <laughs> So yeah, that's my situation. Now I don't mean now me. Yeah, I'm like I don't even know if I said everything. I'm su- I'm assuming people will ask us questions. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sure we'll touch into it at nearly every episode. Literally, anyways. yeah, we don't shut up about it yeah. anyway. So um, yeah, that's me. But Lauren's gonna tell you her story. So now I'm the other sister. <laughs> <laughs> I just love her so much. I'm like say it to Nikki and like Lainey every single day. Morning, sister. <laughs> um, so basically, I have the Jade S coil. I've had the Jade S coil since I was 18 or 19, I think. Yeah. Um, I got a boyfriend. My ma was like, you can pick the coil at a bar, read up on both <laughs> and pick which one. <laughs> can you tell I was a product of teenage pregnancy? <laughs> um, 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 but yeah, so she was like, you can look up the bar, look up the coil, get whichever one you want. And I actually didn't think that you could get the coil because from what I knew, because we don't actually learn anything about mm-hmm getting pregnant or then how not to get pregnant and all they tell you is to use a condom or, or don't go on have the sex. pill. Yeah, or don't have sex. Don't be so stupid. Don't be so stupid. Um, but yeah, so I got the coil. That was fab. Um, it lasts for three years. It's a, like a low horm- hormonal one so I didn't really have like any side effects or anything like that. Was literally buzzing off me tits to get it to be honest because I had the worst periods in mm. the world. Mm. Again, Probably a sign that I had a cyst, but I went to the doctors multiple times. I was, I got my period when I was 10, which is very, very young. And I probably didn't get it like regularly until I was about 11, maybe like 11 and a half. Mm. Um, But from then on, I got it like really, really bad. So I'd get really bad pains. I'd vomit with the pain. I'd faint. I got like really like red blotches on my stomach, which is also a sign of endometriosis, by the way. But we just thought it was a period. So my mom just brought me to the doctor and was like, what the fuck? Like she is, hasn't even made her confirmation yet. And she's using nighttime pads like no tomorrow yeah like what's going on and that's the thing because th- when we talk about our periods and stuff i'm like, like isn't it funny baby. but isn't it funny that your period is not supposed to hurt you yeah it's not supposed to hurt you it's not supposed to really give you any problems during the month like, like obviously you get cramps and stuff yeah. like that but when i tell you and i'm hypochondriac to pain anyways <laughs> but you, you, there was literally no denying that i was in the worst pain yeah. of my life and it was happening every month like help so yeah so i had the coil I had it for three years, had my next one, got it taken out and put in in the next day. And then also had to pay for the, co- well, actually, I didn't pay um, both oh, yeah. times. Me and my paid for one and then someone else paid for the other. Um, but I know, someone else, it was your ex-boyfriend, <laughs> like, fair play. We went half, so yeah, <laughs> like, thanks so much. Some random person just paid for her coil. <laughs> Tap that, what was it? An, an act of kindness, the woman before me paid. <laughs> I want to pay for the person behind me. <laughs> I'm not paying for one more now to be behind me. Fuck off. <laughs> no. So got me toward Kyle in London because it just ran out when, actually it ran out in the like the May after we moved here. So went online, booked myself into a clinic and it was absolutely free. Like 
free. Um, do you want to say it again? Free. <laughs> uh, like, didn't God you know, bless? Yeah, the NHS. Big up the NHS. I will Big march. Up. I will riot. I will whatever to keep the NHS because yeah. the amount of things that even just normal like cold and flu or normal day to day that has happened with all of us, mm-hmm. we can just go to the doctors for free. Yeah. But anyways, that's another story for another day. Big up the <laughs> NHS. <laughs> So when I got this coil in, I was like, for the first like month, you kind of like have lots of pains, you have like cramps and you may have some spawn or bleeding. Um, but I had never, ever had that with any of my other coils. I had only ever had pain with periods. Sometimes I'd have a bit of spawn, but like it was never anything major. So I got this coil in and like every kind of couple of months, wasn't it? Or every kind of couple of weeks. It was kind of every couple of weeks. It was almost like you were getting a period. But, but didn't like, have a period. Like yeah. As in like I was bleeding and I was in pain and it was like, like sometimes it would be really really sore yeah now one wouldn't be like for the whole day or for like a couple of days but it'd be like for like 20 minutes in the day and it literally felt like someone was stabbing me in yeah. the vagina and that's shank, that's the thing because i think because it only happened like for a couple of minutes a day you were kind of just like i was oh, like god's oh, grand yeah like, don't, don't want you worry about it yeah so i kept having that kept having that and then <laughs> i don't know the way to say this part I had sex with this man who had a oh, very large he penis. Had a huge penis. Huge. The length and width of Landon Rose. <laughs> and I took out her <laughs> No, I'm sorry, Ma, if you're listening, but <laughs> I can help myself. <laughs> um, so basically, I was having sex with this man and he had a very large penis. Obviously, I was having a ball and that was grand. But then, like a couple of days afterwards, I was having pain during sex, but like, not during sex, after sex, mm. but I just put it down to me coil. I was like, oh, maybe me coil is just being irritated or mm-hmm. whatever. So I was having sex with this man. That was fine. And then like, a, like literally the next day, I was like, woke up covered in blood. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was in that much pain and work. I had to get him to give me a suppository. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, I need something now because I'm going to collapse with the pain. Everyone was like, are you okay? I was literally grey in the face with the pain. But yeah, so I was like, do you know what? I was like, I'm just going to get the doctors to scan me. Like, see what they say. Thank God. And I'll say this again. Thank God I work in a fertility clinic. Yeah. And all of the doctors and nurses I work with are just amazing because yeah. they've just been so supportive through this and just... Big up them. Um, <laughs> we, we're going to have to stop saying Yeah, that. I know. Like, Big up. Who are we? Yeah. Thank Go you. Salon, most London for two I know. Years. <laughs> Yes, prof. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I said to one of the doctors in my job, female doctor, I says, come here. I says, I think that my coil has had been knocked into me lung. <laughs> <laughs> or it's somewhere in my body and it's gone missing. <laughs> Help. Help. Help, I've fallen. Okay, please. <laughs> yeah, please find my coil. <laughs> So, oh, I feel like when I say Kyle, it sounds like Kyle. Kyle! <laughs> Find my Kyle, my son. <laughs> Anyways, Kyle, C-O-I-L. Um, yeah, so she scanned me and she was like, your Kyle's fine, like it's right in the right place. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, stunning. So I got off the bed and transvaginal scan as well at that. So I got off the bed and that was fine. And then she was like, Lauren, we never actually checked your ovaries. She was like, do you want me to just check them? And I was like, no, it's grand. I was like, you're finished work now anyways. And she was like, yeah, but I don't mind. Like, it's going to take me two seconds. Just get up. So I stripped off again from the waist down um, and put my legs up in the stirrups. And there's this lovely lady that I work with has <laughs> <laughs> is looking at my vagina. Um but yeah, so she scanned me and she went to the ovary and as soon as she went to me right ovary, her face literally dropped. And I was like, 
but <laughs> stop messing I actually thought she was messing with me I was like that's actually rude to do yeah. don't do that but I genuinely thought she was messing so she was like oh okay one second she went over to the other one and she went back again and she was like I'm really sorry she's like but I have to get one of the senior doctors and I was like oh okay and the senior doctor that she was getting is a male and I was like mm, I don't really know how I feel about this mm. like women that we all see vaginas and we all have a vagina and that's great yeah and also he's a gynecologist so he's gonna see we see about a thousand vaginas a day anyways Literally. but i was like i have to walk with you we sit beside each other at lunch i don't know if i wanted to see my yeah penny. like <laughs> but anyways he came in god bless him he was like hiding behind the curtain and he was like are you sure that you're comfortable with me scanning you like are you sure and i was like do you know what i was like i'm not afraid now i just want to know what it is yeah i was like so by all means Roll your sleeves up, get on in. <laughs> so there he is, lubing up. I was like, all right, thanks. Thank you so much. And he scans me and straight away he goes, you need an MRI. And immediately I was like, I have cancer like Nikita. I won't get a make a wish. I'm going to have to have a surgery help. And he was like, sorry, I don't want to cut across no, you. But right. Also, that's so nerve wracking as well. When someone sits there and tells you you've had the same, you have the same thing that your friend has. So you're... That's the first thing my head went to. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, my friend had that and she had cancer and yeah. she was lucky, but what the fuck if what, I'm not? What if I'm not? Yeah. yeah. So they said I had a cyst. It was about like eight or nine centimetres. No, I think it was like 10. Oh, was it? Yeah. Because I was like, sister, sister, girl. Yeah, we the same. <laughs> so maybe, maybe it was 10 then. Um, So it was around that size and they were like, look, you need to go get a scan, ASA pig, uh, an MRI. And I was like, okay, fine. Thank God as well, I have private health insurance with my job. Yeah. I mean, I would have been fine going through the NHS, but it was just that bit quicker that to go through the private health insurance yeah. with my job. So thank you so much. Um, so I basically went on to my app, told them what happened. They wrote me a referral. I went to go have my MRI. So I went to... Um, a clinic in London, private clinic. It was so fancy, it wasn't was it? So nice, Little gorgeous. I was tea like, Lauren, I'll go biscuits. with you. I was only going to see the private yeah. clinic, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was done. I was like, put all them biscuits in your bag yeah. now. Put them in there. Do you want a hot chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> I was having a little chocolate oh, mocha. Literally, well. us shouting in the fucking waiting area, Lauren. Go, oh, drop his bag of drinks. Yeah, no. I was like, no, I'm grand. Or smell a council. Yeah, <laughs> love it. As people getting the uh, cool water and all out of the little tank. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> real refreshing. refreshing. <laughs> but anyways, so I went and had the MRI. So Nikita had already had an MRI. So I was like, what is it? Now Nikita you said you got real like claustrophobic and like pure yeah. nearly had a panic attack but yeah. I don't really get like that so I was like oh I'll be fine like yeah so well with me with me first MRI which is funny I did feel a little bit claustrophobic but the only time I got had a panic attack was when I went back to get my MRI after me surgery because oh, yeah. I was like ah they're gonna tell me my whole body has cancer yeah of course but that's when I had a panic attack. So MRIs are not actually that bad. They're fine. They're like... I had a ball. Yeah, so Lauren was telling you, she had a fucking great time. Oh, yeah, it was like a little spa weekend. So I went in and that was grand. And they were like, do you want some music to listen to? And I was like, to be honest, if I have to stay still, no. I was like, I'll be bum dancing. Dutsy whining. And Dutsy whining. I'll be doing the splits and I'll don't even at me. I was like, so no. I was like, I'm actually best off just not having anything. So they were like, okay. They were like, you'll have headphones anyways. If you want to change your mind, just let us know. And I was like, okay, cool. And thanks so much to the beautiful men that um done the MRI they were so lovely they were they were really um, nice they were so cute yeah. they were like hey Miss Ryan thank you so much I am a miss um, <laughs> I'm a lady I'm a lady <laughs> don't let the hair feel you I'm not young flip. <laughs> but um, yeah so I had the MRI and I just relaxing and snoozing and <laughs> I fell a fucking sleep 
no. If anyone has had an MRI, you know how loud these it's things loud. are. It's like no, it's so bad, and it rattles as well. Yeah, and it's really, really hot in there. Yeah, like really fucking hot. Obviously, you have to like control your breathing and hold your breath and don't hold this and do that and do yeah. that. For the first half, I was a week. Like I was like yeah. following all their instructions and everything. That was grand. And then for the second half, they were like, just relax. Don't really need to do that now. So, and I pure fell asleep. Like, and I was actually snoring. I woke up to the sound of myself snoring. No, Lauren, you came out uh, out, and your hair Bed was all head. over the place. And I was like, what the fuck's that she had to do in there? Like, she all right? Looked like I'd been roughed up. Literally, I was like, oh. Was oh. your MRI different? <laughs> These private clinics <laughs> giving a happy ending in here. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't get that. Um, but yeah, so I had the MRI, I had a ball, and then about a week and a half later, my consultant, um, am I allowed to name the clinic? I don't know. Yeah, Surely well, I suppose I so. Yeah, why not? I went to the London Gynecology Clinic. Yeah, um, and one of the lovely consultants there read my MRI and was like, "Yeah, so you do have a fucking cyst, and it's huge, and it's huge. It needs to come out." <laughs> so basically, what it is is a teratoma. Mm. So basically, a teratoma is a tumor. It can be filled with hair. No, these things can They're have disgusting. teeth. Don't look it up. Yeah. Don't look up. You won't Don't eat dinner for a you'll week. You'll actually want you'll to vom. die. Yeah. Um, so they have teeth, hair. I don't know if they have bones or something. Yeah, no. I don't know. Just a child yeah. sitting on our ovary. No, literally. So I was like, oh, what is that? So basically, a teratoma can be, not always, but it can be that you've had a twin. <laughs> and I was like, I fucking ate me twin. <laughs> I've been a hungry bastard since before I was even an adult. No. I was like, that is so rude. <laughs> I ate my twin in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, and then I was like, do I, am I, do I feel sad about that? I should have had a twin? Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, miss your sister. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm your bro. twin reincarnated. Oh, God. <gasps> no, I was oh, born after was, you. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> oh, fast, scratch that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they were like, it's a cyst, it's a teratoma. I could leave it in there. It's not going to cause me any like serious damage. But it was causing me serious pain. Yeah. And if it did burst, then it could cause me serious pain and maybe damage. And because of the size of it, it could have twisted your ovaries. Yeah, it could have had an ovarian torsion. Yeah. So basically, it was that big, and they think I've had it for like nearly my whole life. Mm. So yeah. So she was like, basically, what we have to do is we'll have to remove the cyst and we'll have to remove your ovary as well. So unlike Nikki, I actually do. Well, Sorry, I was just going to say they had to remove your ovary because of the size of it. Because it's basically like taking over it's your after ovary. eating the whole yeah. fucking thing. Hungry yeah. pig. Just because if someone has that type of cyst, say, and it's smaller, yeah. it's not necessarily it's needed not to be removed. 100%. They can just yeah. leave it there. If, yeah. if you're fine with it, yeah. then it's fine to be there. So they were like, we would recommend you having it out, basically. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. Um, immediately I thought, well, if me ovary goes, that's 50% of my chance of having kids gone down to 20. Yeah. So... Nikita doesn't want to have kids, but that doesn't matter because she's going to raise mine with me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm just Auntie here. Nikita. Yeah. Um, but, and it's funny because I have always been, I don't really want kids. Mm. I didn't really know. I'm like, love all me little cousins and I've practically raised all of them. Yeah. Like, I'm like, would say that I'm very, very good with kids. Lots of patience for them, blah, blah, blah. But it was only when I moved to London that I was like, when I realised when I was away from my family and I was like, do you know what? I actually really do want to have yeah. kids. So obviously I was like so upset and I was like, what am I going to do? Then what's the story with me left ovary? So basically me left ovary does have cysts on it as well. Um, but it seems like they're just those cysts that come and go every month. Yeah. 
obviously you have to keep an eye on it, but they're not really worried. So basically what they're going to do on the surgery, my surgery, I actually haven't had it yet. It's the 6th of November. Everybody send me flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Get me something on Jussie. Um, <laughs> we'll put up a wish list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go to Witherspoons, buy me something, send no, me something so to me table. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't want that thing, guys. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, so my surgery is the 6th of November and they have to remove me ovary, but basically my surgeon is a legend and she was like, look, she was like, if I can dissect your ovary and leave as much ovarian tissue as I can, then I'll do that. So basically, if she's able to do that, then she's able to leave some follicles on that side. Basically, fo- follicles are the bags where your eggs grow and they all grow at similar times and then one is nominated each month that's the biggest one and then that's the one that's the egg that either gets fertilized or else goes down and mm. it's your period um but yeah so i have to have a surgery yeah but thank god it's not cancerous obviously again they don't know until yeah they can't say they can't that say 100% for sure before they until do a biopsy. they test it but nikki is they already had a really strong inkling that it was going to be cancerous before they even tested it yeah. where in mind they're like it's a very very low chance have you had your your ca125 levels and stuff looked yeah at? everything yeah done. okay it's fine like yeah um, I also had my ovarian reserve done as well, which is an AMH oh, yeah, blood yeah. test. So basically, there's a certain range. I ca- couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but there's a certain range that should be. And mine is at the lower end for my age, mm-hmm. but it's still not a bad number. No. So um, I do plan to freeze my eggs. I do have to lose some weight because your BMI has to be below a certain amount. And mine is... Mm-hmm. Not below that. Just a little it. over. Just a little. <laughs> Just over. a little. Um. So yeah. So I'm going through my GP to try and figure out like the best ways to lose weight. So basically just stop being a fat shy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So in conclusion, you're gonna get rid of your ovary and then figure out how you plan to have a child in the future. Yeah. Then. So basically, I plan to freeze my eggs. I do plan to try and have a child naturally forced. Mm-hmm. But if that's not the case, if that's not what the world hasn't planned for me or my body hasn't planned for me then I'll just use the ones that are in the freezer yeah give me them stunning and do you know what the frost I, like so I work in a fertility clinic just over a year now and mm. the amount of stuff that we have learned about our bodies oh, so much since I worked there yeah. I'm like how the fuck are we the ripe old age of 26 yeah and we don't know I'm half this Oh, oh, happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm dying to fucking record a song in here, actually, by the way. No, I am. We rented out a podcast studio to do this because we were like, you know what? Let's just do a studio. Let's get the whole set up. Um, but Lauren really wants to record a song. So maybe we'll actually record a song and have it in the episode. Yeah, maybe like the Kardashians. What song did they do? No. What was it? <laughs> the one where if you're on the treadmills and all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the words, oh, but I'll learn them. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's the main reason why we started the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, we wanted to start because we just kept coming into like little things that were like, t- we were speaking about our bodies and I mean like, isn't it mad how n- nobody knows this or not everybody knows this so you're not taught it in school? And nobody talks about it. So yeah. since this has happened to me and Nikita, we know multiple people in our own families, yeah. in our friend group, in our work colleagues mm-hmm. that have said, oh, 
I have had something similar to that. Yeah. Or my sister has had that. Or my mom yeah. has had that. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. You don't need to go around shouting no. your business to everyone like we are now. <laughs> but like, I just feel like it's not talked about at all. No. And I feel like women are just so embarrassed to talk about their bodies. Or that the moment that we complain about a period, it's like, oh, she's just PMS. Yeah. Like it's, oh, up. would you give over? Like, how could it be that sore? But like, that's the thing. There's people that have endometriosis that makes it. What's the other one with an A? You Adenomyosis. Yeah, that one as well. That's similar to endometriosis, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, there's like polycystic things, ovaries. Yeah, there's so many things shit. that contribute to having really period, like strong, painful periods, and um, we just don't talk about it. And we're told to get on with it and take a painkiller. Yeah, and all of these things can affect your fertility. Like, yeah, if you don't want to have children, that's your choice. Anyone that says they don't want to have children and they know that for sure, I like why not? It's the easiest thing it, in the yeah, world. Yeah, delighted for you. No, I mean it is easy, but it's not at the same time. Like no, but I mean in the sense of like. Like when you have Medical health problems, terms. yeah. If yeah. anyone asks, "Oh, do you want children?" I'm like, "Nope." What yeah. What can we do? Do you know yeah. what I mean? It is It is quite easy to answer that way. So, thanks for listening to us rant on for however long it's been. Um, we decided we want to end the podcast off with a little story time, which there will be many, many of these because me and Nikita, I think, just happened to us. Yeah, like, I just we just attract the weirdest fucking shit. Yeah, like, it's not like I literally was telling a story the other day, and the person that I was speaking to was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be amazing for the podcast." And I was like, "Do you know what? I don't even think it is. So I'm gonna have to start writing them down." No, literally, I have notes on my phone now. Yeah, from literally what, from what like men say to yeah. me. I'm like, "Can't Anything wait to blast you on my podcast." Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so what story shall we share first? I think you should tell your period story first because I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. And Sarah Jane... Everybody finds it really funny. And yeah, I'm sorry, no. Sarah. Sarah wanted the exclusive for her yeah, podcast. Yeah, she wanted it on her podcast. I'm so sorry. You can just edit this and yeah, clip take on. Yeah, take it. So I'm not sure if people know that women get periods. Usually every 28 to 30 days... Depending, your cycles can be much shorter, can be much longer. It all just depends on how your body wants to work. Usually the age is like when you hit puberty, that's basically what your period is. Mm-hmm. It means your body is getting ready to become a vessel for children, yeah. which is disgusting. Literally. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so I was 10 when I got my period, so which young. I think is really, really young. Um, so basically we were in my little council house and we were babysitting well I wasn't babysitting I was 10 I thought I was with child in the pram um, I started babysitting when I was 11 well I was 12 yeah. I, know, I think I was 12 I, I told I my born. ma I was a grown and I was like <laughs> I'm let, a grown woman no I was like let me mind those kids and she was like no Nikita I can't do that she had to go down to the like the pub down the road because she was like no like she's gonna ring me yeah yeah anyway sorry that was just <laughs> 11 like and I, I told her she wasn't telling me to babysit but you know what I feel like w- when we were 11 I feel like I would have trusted like me as 11 I would trust me yeah. with my kids with, yeah. with someone's kids you know what I mean but like 11 year olds now they're just fucking making TikToks you know, baby be and in the kettle out of apes. yeah oh no don't let's not even talk about it I'll get sick um <laughs> but yeah so I was 10 when I got my first period basically we were babysitting my little cousin my mum was babysitting him and I thought I was rearing the child but anyways um, and I really wasn't feeling well I was like really nauseous my belly was very swollen like I was like having like really red dark red blotches on my tummy the pain was kind of only to one side um, but yeah I was like Ma, I'm not well, help. So my mom was like, oh, get me Calpol or whatever you give a 10-year-old child. <laughs> They're not giving them Norfan Plus anyways. But wherever you give a 10-year-old child, that's pain relief. 
and I just wasn't any better. I was vomiting, I was weak, I was literally screaming, crying with the pain. So my mum was like, fuck this, send the baby into the neighbour. <laughs> and we got in the car. So we got in the car, I'm in the back with my mum, and it's so weird how you remember every little detail yeah. sometimes, isn't it? I had one of these heat packs mm. on my stomach, because we didn't know what it was, but it was relieving it. My mum still didn't think it was my period. Had this ladybug heat pack on me thing, one of them went in the microwave. <laughs> um on me stomach and we were in the uh, me and Ma were in the back of me uh, dad's car and dad number two dad number two <laughs> and we were speeding up the road going that fast that we then get pulled in by the police on Garda Shiakana pulling us oh. over so me Ma was like I think her appendix is broke we didn't want to wait for an ambulance like Crumlin Hospital is only 15 minutes down the road. Like, no, the fact you were going to a kid's hospital. I think yeah. when you tell the story, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's going go to, to James's. No. no, you're going to a going children's to hospital. Crumlin women, oh, no, women and children's hospital. No. Crumlin children's yeah. hospital. So I was on the way to the children's hospital and the guard pulled us over and they were like, what the fuck, you're speeding, stop. And my mum was roaring crying, being like, no, like, she really needs to go to the hospital, like, blah, 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 blah. So they queen chair me into the back of a guard car. <laughs> Wasn't there a march on or something yeah, that day? Yeah. There was something. There was like, like a, it was it was something like that. Your I don't know said. what march. Yeah. I mean, Mowney said this to me recently. I yeah. actually never remembered that part. But my ma said to me recently, she's like, do you not remember where they had to like divert the march because they had to drive through the march yeah. to get to the children's hospital? And I was like, no, please. So there I am stopping people getting a medal because <laughs> I'm running through traffic lights and all. So we're at Nina and Nina in the guard car straight to the hospital. The Garda is the police, by the way. Yeah, the police. <laughs> the police. I'm Garda Shiakana. So we have some English listeners now because yeah. we have English friends. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> 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 awesome. Love you guys. Um, so yeah, the, I was in the back of a police car and we speed up to the hospital. They're at the front gate and they, I don't know whether they had radioed ahead or I don't, I actually don't really don't remember that part. Can, yeah. But my mum went into triage. They literally put me on a trolley straight away, brought me into a room where, because they taught me appendix at first, mm. they like iodined me, tummy me up, they had me on a drip, they were like getting ready to send me into surgery, they were <laughs> doing something and then they done a urine sample, so they done it, they attached a catheter and took a urine sample and then about 20 minutes later I'm still tossing and torn, sweat pumping out me, roaring crying because I'm in so much pain and the doctor comes back out and says with a clipboard and he has his hands on it I wish you could see me now because I'm pure mimicking him <laughs> and he's looking at me like a tick and so he's like well Lauren and he was like Miss Ryan have a seat <laughs> she's dying she's dying she's dying they were like so Lauren um, your appendix is not bursting um, there's nothing majorly wrong you don't need a surgery um, congratulations you've become a woman <laughs> Become a woman. No. I went all the way to Crumlin Children's Hospital for them to say, in here's a police an, escort. In a police escort. <laughs> here's an always pad and send yourself <laughs> home. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, it was just the wildest thing. It was oh. so wild having me period at that age because I didn't tell any about it. And then the blood hadn't even started at that point. It wasn't until like later on that day or yeah. the next day, I think, when the blood started. It was very, very light. Like it was literally nothing. Um, but it was just so odd having me period at that age. Like when, because it was like, wasn't very regular. Yeah. I, sometimes I wouldn't have like stuff in me bag and stuff like that. My mom was very. you don't very, know how to prepare for yeah, that. Yeah, like, my mom was know. like, 
quite good. She would yeah. always try and have like spare underwear and mm. pads and whatever in me bag. But sometimes I just fuck them out, like not even thinking, yeah. like, because I'm a child. Um, but I remember one day that I got me, per- well, I thought I got me period when I was in school. And I always remember the teacher doing this. So I went up to her and I was like, I think I need, like, I think I need to go to the toilet. And she was like, what? And obviously she kind of, my mad filled her in, so she kind of knew. Mm. And I was like, I really need to go to the toilet. Like, and she was like, okay, okay. She was like, have a seat. So she went to the office and then came back. And instead of, like, handing me something to walk out of the room, she put them in an envelope and, like, was like, who wants to do, do you remember when I teach you, like, who wants to do a message for yeah. me? And she'd be like, who wants to do a message for me? And me, <laughs> bit slow, like, didn't no. really cop on. And she was kind of looking at me being like, hello. So I put my hand up and she was like, Lauren, she was like, just take these and... Isn't that so funny, though, that we're, like, literally shown at that age, this is a secret. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> like, because, and I, I was in a mixed school as well, so I think that's yeah. probably more so the reason that they were like, you're not allowed to tell boys that, yeah. that girls have a period. Like, like, who fucking cares? <laughs> but anyway, so I went to the and uh, le- now I was a 10 year old child <laughs> my knickers were probably about 5 centimetres <laughs> tiny and the length of the pad it nearly touched the back of my neck <laughs> I was like what the fuck is this air mattress that she's after giving me <laughs> like what is that honest to god I was like <sighs> about 2 centimetres taller sitting on my chair because I was that <laughs> raised up <laughs> I was like ooh I'm so tall like ridiculous carry on <sighs> but yeah Thanks to, I can't remember what her name was. But that was nice of her. Bless yeah. her. She wanted me to be embarrassed. Ah, God love her. So why no. did you get your period? Well, I got my period like 11, probably nearly turning Very 12. young. We are the same person. Yeah, I know. It's it's weird. So probably about 11, because I actually said this to my mum when we were away. I don't know how we got speaking about it. But I said to her, I was like, I was probably like 12. And she was like, no, Nikki, you were way younger. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, because I remember being in sixth class learning about periods. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at this rate, I didn't even know what a period was. Oh God. I yeah. like I did not know. Yeah. My mom had to tell me, I was like, Because you you're like 11, nearly 12, like leaving yeah. sixth class. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we were learning about periods and I was like, this is fascinating. I was like, I just knew I was obsessed with like anything to do with like sexual health, like women's health. I was like, this is, how do our bodies do this? Wow. Yeah. I was an like, egg? it was like a What's show and egg? tell. I was like, oh my God. Um, and do you know what? My teacher was so good. It was Miss Doyle. I think she's still at that school actually. Nadine and I obviously know her. We went to fucking school together. <laughs> um, but she was amazing. She like got us all down the back of the class and I like, had like a little whiteboard and like was telling us what a period is, like how often you should get it if it's like, just telling us all the facts about periods obviously like age appropriately um and then she like she had a pair of like underwear that she took out like so and good. put the pad on that it never happened yeah in my school she put the that's the thing that's mainly probably because i was in a mixed skill yeah true yeah actually because yeah i wasn't i was in like a all well like we were all girls after fourth class i think it is whenever you make your communion oh yeah yeah yeah, so she had like underwear and she showed us how to put a pad on. And then she also showed us tampons, but she was kind of like, you won't really use these. Until you're a bit older. Yeah, yeah. until you're a little bit older. Um, and like basically your mom will tell you about that when you need to use well, them. I was using tampons in sixth class. No. Yeah, because I needed to go swimming. Oh. my skill. No. I think I only ever used one once or something like that. Yeah, just to kind of. Well, I used one. But yeah, so I had a really good teacher. She showed us everything to do with periods. And I was obsessed. I was telling me, ma, I was like, ma, 
this thing happens to women and it's <laughs> fucking amazing she was like okay little weirdo and I always forget my ma's like in her 20s when she's like raising me so yeah. like she was like 20 something like little young one like me being like shut the fuck up they're not great they're shut I only got me period like five years Literally, ago so. yeah like <laughs> I'm not long off mine um she'll fucking kill me for saying um but yeah, so I was like, this is amazing. So I was really excited to get my period. I was like, this is this is when I become a woman. This is this is it for me. <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, I my period story is really shit though. I was in the bath and I remember, oh, why did I say bath like that? Bath. In the bath. I was in the bath. Um, and I was having cramps, like just normal kind of like, I was like, whoa, what's going on down there? Oh, jeez. Yeah. So then I remember getting out of the bath and I was like drying myself and stuff. And I was like, oh no, my stomach is really sore. And I remember then sitting on the toilet wiping and I seen like a, the tiniest bit of blood. And I just remember being like, this is it. I was like, I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I just remember being like, this is so exciting. This um, is it. Yeah. We've made it. <laughs> Fuck off. We've made it. So then I was like, okay. I literally I shut her down. I remember Maybe standing running up and down the road with me. <laughs> I literally stood at the top of the stairs and I shut her down. I was like, ma, ma, and she like came to the end of the stairs. And I was like, I think I got my period. And she was like, oh, okay. Um, let me just go to shop and like get you something. And I was like, okay. I sat on the toilet thinking um, the tiniest bit of blood came out of me. I could have went to bed. Like I sat on the toilet until she came back with a pad. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna. This is it. Like I'm gonna. This is a whole moment for me. Anyway, so I sat on, sat on the Watch toilet, waited. Him up. Literally, I was like, "Girls, can't stop me." <laughs> like, little clean little up on aisle four. Yeah. <laughs> like I the literally tiniest drop of tiny, I would say the thing was pro- like it probably because I didn't get my period down for months after yeah. that, and it was probably not even like it was literally the start of it. Anyway, so she came back, gave me my pads. She gave me my pads, handed them into me. I was like, "There you go." I was like, "I know I've learned this in school and all, but like." Give me a bit of guidance. Give us a mother daughter moment, please. I was like, all right, she just ruined my moment. (laughs) So yeah, mine was shit. Mine, well, like, it wasn't shit for me. I had a fantastic time. You had a ball. Mine was traumatic. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I went on my way and put my little pad on. I was like, yes, amazing. But then I didn't get my period for like months after that and then probably started my period like normal. And then probably just figured it all out myself, to be honest, because my mom was shit (laughs) fucking talking to me like that. Um, It's just, isn't it mad though? Like, your ma's would have been embarrassed to talk about. It. I don't think my ma was. Yeah. But like uh, my nanny. Yeah. Would have. Yeah. Been, been embarrassed about yeah. it. Like my nanny wouldn't have really said anything to my ma about our period. Yeah. I actually must ask my ma what my nanny said, but yeah, I don't think it was a lot. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, my ma was just very into it. She was like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's do this. Let's do that. Yeah. Me and my ma were had like a really open relationship. Like mm. from a very young age. Like she taught me what sex was. She would say like. It was. Uh, I'm actually thankful that it was never. Don't have sex. You're gonna get pregnant. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was watching sixteen and pregnant probably from the age of twelve. So she was instilling in me yeah, very very like, young. Yeah. But she was like, at some stage, you are going to have sex, mm. and this is what to do when it happens. Yeah. Make sure it's with someone that you trust. Make sure that you are saying yes. You can always say no at any point. So mm. she went through consent with me. The whole lot. She was like. You should wait until you're a little bit older. Like, yeah, obviously, it's with someone that you love. Someone you love. Shut up. Well, my ma was shy. My ma said to me, I remember we, everybody was back at my house for a party. My ma and dad brought loads of people back because they were having a night out. Big up a gaffer. Yeah, Ew. big gaffer. That's, <laughs> again, I always forget my ma and dad were in their 20s when yeah, they were raising me. Like, they're kids. Kids. Like, kids. They're like, I'm not 
take I'm they're not growing on my Saturday night. Bit of dose all off the bed. Literally yeah, grand. <laughs> um no, but I remember I used to love it. I used to go downstairs, perform no, for people, be the best. get money off yeah. people. I I'd like, be making great. bank. Yeah. I would be making money. Fivers uh, coming out of my ears. Yeah, it was great. And then I was a little weirdo show off stage school child. I used to stand up on the chairs in no. the sitting room and sing. No. What's your one Anastasia with the sunglasses? <laughs> yeah. All my life I've been waiting. <laughs> like, like perform. I mean, Matt, no. I'll be sitting there wrong right now. <laughs> That's my child. <laughs> um, yeah, but my talk, I didn't even have a talk about sex. I was sat on the sofa with my ma and we were like talking about little things. And I must have been bringing up like little things about like puberty and stuff. Because I remember I told her that I had hairs on my vagina <laughs> at one of these things, <laughs> like at one of these parties. Yeah. She was probably like, okay, Nikita, just go to bed. Just go to bed. <laughs> like, You're killing me, boss. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Um, I have hairs on my vagina. So, literally, and that's, I remember I saying that to her. I was like, here, like, I have hairs down there. What's going on? Yeah, it's all happening for yeah, me. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm having a moment. Um, no, I'm actually crying. Yeah. So then oh. I remember she sat and said to me, she just looked at me and goes, you know, if you ever need to go on a pill, you just tell me. And again, I can't remember the whole story. She probably did go into a little bit about it, but that's all I remember from my sex talk. You know, you can go on a pill whenever you want. I was like, yeah, thanks for that. And my ma did put me on the pill quite young, but it was mainly for me periods. Yeah, it, I wasn't having sex. Like, yeah. But I actually love the relationship that we have. I feel like I can openly talk about any sexual experience and yeah. not feel judged. Yeah. Um, because you've probably done that before. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, I've done that before. That's no, fun. no, no. But yeah, I just like, it's just nice to be able to talk like that to your friends because I feel like there are a lot of friendships out there where their friends wouldn't really say a lot to them. Yeah. Where I just tell you, I probably shouldn't tell you. Yeah, we tell each other too much. Too much. But I like that. And our walls are thin, so you can hear everything anyways. Yeah, I'm like, Lauren, I already heard that one. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's nice. I think it's refreshing as friendships as well, because obviously you're saying you had a nice relationship with your mat to be able to speak about that. But I didn't speak about that. Maybe that's why I'm so open about it, because yeah, I'm like, be. I'll speak to anybody about it. Yeah. And I, I feel like now I would like. Yeah, now I, I like I love being the person that people can come to and tell me about like an experience or like ask me any like questions about things like yeah. i just love it i'm like yeah ask me anything because i will literally tell you too much detail as well I love it. yeah i think we have to end this a little bit this has been 45 minutes that wow. we've just spoke for we thought we couldn't have a podcast we were like yeah. we don't have anything to talk about we haven't fucking stopped <laughs> we haven't stopped like we literally love the sound of our own voice what should we do as our outro um Oh, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> no, I'm done now. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, no, so thanks so much for listening. I'm excited to edit this, put it all together, listen to what we've spoke about. Mix it up, baby. Mix it up. We can't tell you what the next episode is right now because we don't actually know. Yeah, we don't know. But when we know, we will tell you. And we'll put everything on Instagram. We're, I think we're mostly going to use Instagram and TikTok for yeah. now. Um, we do hope to record the podcast, like um, awesome stage, like a video yeah. recording and put it Where on YouTube. We do it now. We look cute. I know, we do look cute. But let's get used to it first. Yeah. Stunning. Um, but on. yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for listening. Here comes the outro. <laughs> <laughs>
quick disclaimer, although we sound like we know what we're talking about, we're not medical professionals and anything we speak about is from a personal experience. But please always consult a doctor if you have any concerns or can relate to any topics that we talk about.